I'm going to say a word that apparently strikes terror into the hearts of the populace, or at least that's what politicians and media believe. Are you ready? Omicron. Go ahead. Panic. I'll wait. A few days ago, I released a presentation in which I discussed what we know and don't know about Omicron. In the few days since I released that, we haven't learned anything new that's meaningful. However, in that video, I discussed that Omicron may well be a problem for people who have been vaccinated, but not for those who have not been vaccinated and have prior infection immunity. Today, I'd like to expand on that a bit. The Dr. Reality Vodcast with Dave Champion. A week or so ago, I released a presentation in which I discussed the science of why the SARS-CoV-2 vaccines do not activate production of memory T cells. I'm going to link that presentation down in the notes because it explains clearly the stark distinction between the protection induced by the vaccines and the immunity created by prior infection. What you may want to do is watch this through to the end, then go watch that, and then come back and watch this again, and it will be crystal clear. Let's start with a couple of quotes that describe what researchers are concerned about when it comes to Omicron. BBC phrased it particularly well, and I'd like to share that with you. Quote, what worries scientists is the number of mutations affecting the spike protein. That's because most of the leading vaccines target the spike proteins. Vaccines made by Pfizer, BioNTech, Moderna, J&J, AstraZeneca, and other companies all use just small pieces or genetic sequences of the virus and not the whole virus. And all of them use bits of the spike protein to elicit immunity. So a change in the spike protein that made it less recognizable to the immune system. And BBC quote, for your edification, Omicron has more than 30 mutations just to the spike protein alone. The following is from a World Health Organization technical briefing document on Omicron and states as follows, quote, Mutations in the spike proteins in the receptor binding domains suggest that Omicron may have a high likelihood of immune escape from antibody-mediated protection, end quote. And to be clear, when they say antibody-mediated protection, they're really saying is the vaccine-induced protection, not prior infection immunity. The following is a public statement made by the World Health Organization, quote, Omicron has an unprecedented number of spike mutations, some of which are concerning in their potential impact on the trajectory of the pandemic. Close quote. And again, what the part that the World Health Organization in that public statement is not saying is that they're looking, especially at Western nations that have a very high level of vaccination, and what they're communicating without actually coming out and saying that is that with Omicron, you may have a populace that's 75% fully vaccinated or 83% fully vaccinated or 96% fully vaccinated, and none of those people have any protection against Omicron. This from Dr. Peter English, former chief of the British Medical Association's Public Health Medicine Committee, quote, the number of mutations per se does not mean that the new variant will cause any problems, although it may make it likely to look different to the immune system, close quote. 
With those quotes, you should have a pretty clear picture now of exactly what the concern is in the research community concerning Omicron. And at this point, I would like to give you an illustrative example, a little math thing, in order to make it more clear in your head exactly what we're talking about. Imagine that there is a thing. It doesn't matter what the thing is. And let's say the first thing has 100 identifying particulars about it. Then there is another similar thing, and it has 13 identifying particulars about it. If in each of those things, seven of the particulars change, the outcome to each will be different. If we take the thing with 100 identifying particulars, and we say that seven of those identifying particulars changed, then what we end up with is that 7% of the identifying particulars are now different, but 93% of the identifying particulars remain the same. So with 93 of the identifying particulars remaining the same, it probably isn't going to be very hard to identify it as that thing. However, if we take that thing that has 13 identifying particulars and we change seven of its identifying particulars, then where we end up is that 54% of the identifying particulars are now different and only 46% of the identifying particulars remain the same. And as such, it may be much more difficult to identify that newly configured thing as being the original thing. You've probably figured this out on your own already, but the thing with 100 identifying particulars is analogous to the whole anatomy of a virus, and the thing with 13 identifying particulars is analogous to the spike protein. Hopefully, now you can understand why substantial mutations in the spike protein of the wild virus may make it impossible for the vaccine-induced antibodies to recognize Omicron and act against it. In people who have not been vaccinated, prior infection immunity does not suffer from this potential shortcoming. Alpha, Delta, Omicron. It's all the same to your body's prior infection immunity. As you're probably aware, a lot of the rhetoric we're hearing about Omicron is um, political. It's the media trying to, yet again, gin up more fear. So I wanted to take a quick look at President Joe Biden's response when he was asked about Omicron. And he said, quote, go get your booster. If it turns out that Omicron can evade vaccine-induced protection, of what value would yet another shot of something that Omicron can evade? How would that help? But of course, Joe Biden, whether you love him, whether you hate him, the reality is he wouldn't recognize science if it bit him in the ass. He's simply repeating what he was told to say before he got up there. So why would he, or the people telling him what to say, advocate more of what it looks like may well be ineffective against Omicron? I'll just put this out there. If 80% of those who have been vaccinated in the United States choose to get a third shot, that will put an additional $3.6 billion in Pfizer's pocket without regard to whether it does anything concerning Omicron. Again, I want to mention, if you're unclear on any portion of this presentation, do yourself a favor, go to the link down in the notes, watch that presentation, and then when you come back and watch this one again, it will be perfectly clear. 
At the end of each presentation, I always encourage you to go to drreality.news and pick yourself up a copy of Body Science or Income Tax Shattering the Mist or a couple of other publications that are there. So that, financially speaking, I can continue to be here to put out this information to you. Today is the beginning of the big Christmas special I run every year. And so right now, if you go to drreality.news, I will inscribe and autograph both of them. And the really interesting thing is, by you getting these books, you're helping me to be here for you. That's very true. But either of these books, both of these books, will forever change your outlook on the establishment, and they will change your life if you let them. But in any case, I'm happy to inscribe and autograph them for you. So run over to drreality.news, and thank you for helping me to continue to be here for you.